0: take a look at some of the latest which includes europe's biggest clubs talking about a breakaway independent super league which includes the best in europe unable to be relegated from a new competition for 20 years the leaks have also brought to light a possible role fifa president Gianni infantino had in helping manchester city and Paris Saint-Germain avoid bigger penalties for breaking financial fair play rules in 2014. That was when he was Secretary of UEFA, Secretary General of UEFA. The links between Qatar and FIFA, as well as Paris, don't stop there, according to the leaks. Former French President Nicolas Sarkozy helped with the acquisition of PSG by a Qatar consortium linked to the royal family, and then told Michel Platini, who was UEFA's president in 2010, to help give Qatar the 2022 World Cup. Now, this allegation is not new. Earlier this year, former FIFA president, Sef Blatter, told Beyond the Game in an exclusive interview that this is why Qatar is a World Cup host. But in the last minute, we've a political intervention in France, uh, by the President of France at that time, Nicolas Sarkozy, uh, after a meeting uh, with the Crown Prince uh, of the Emir of, of Qatar, uh, they, uh, they have influenced, uh, for not saying more, uh, Michel Platini at that time uh, to vote uh, for Qatar and not to vote as in a consensus in the Exco, we have said we shall go there. And while Platter had left behind a fIFA organization struggling under the weight of corruption allegations, their next president doesn't look speedy clean. The Spiegel reports that Infantino secretly worked to weaken the global football organization's code of ethics. Christoph Winterbach of the Spiegel joins me now. Good to have you on the program. I'm in thousands and thousands of documents and data to sift through. How sure are we, and before we delve into the main issues of what you've uncovered, how sure are we of the authenticity of these documents?
1: Well, first of all, thanks for having me. As you said, these are, well, not actually thousands, but millions of documents. And um, if you ask for authenticity, it's uh, probably implausible to say that anybody could have faked this amount of data. Uh, We're going through these documents for many months now. We're having a a collaboration with 15 media partners all from over Europe, and we're all professionals. That's what we do for a living. We work on investigative issues. That's uh, the joy and the strength of free press, that we can uh, work on these kind of issues and we can ask people about uh, uh, issues that uh, might be confronted to them, uh, people of power and of money, and we can confront them with the documents. And so far in our uh, revelations, nobody has questioned that any of the documents uh, are real.
0: How deep are we getting here, Christoph? Because there's quite a lot of data that you guys haven't released yet. How is this all likely to rock the global game, do you think?
1: Well, for example, if you take the, uh, the story that we published about the potential Super League uh, that could uh, come in the next years, that's something that would really fundamentally rock the football business and it would uh, affect every single fan in Europe because uh, it would devalue uh, uh, the national leagues and uh, the, the big, powerful and most rich clubs uh, will, uh, could break away for a private league. And um, that could could mean that there is a huge difference in uh, broadcasting rights and revenue, and it's a huge difference in how each football fan can enjoy the game.
0: And I want to ask you about that. I mean, how developed was this plan, and is there any thought that these revelations could stop it?
1: Well, what we extensively covered was uh, a span of a couple months in 2016 when the plans were in fact very precise and they worked on it in great detail. They even uh, went uh, towards founding a company uh, that would be in charge of running the Super League and they even thought about uh, in which country should they base this company. They thought about who should be the manager of this company and where, where do they get employees from? How do they pay them? How much do they have to pay them? So this is not something that is like very uncreed. This was very precise planning and it was uh, very uh, in, in, in very serious uh, consideration. Now that we published a story about it, uh, now that they saw the reactions of many, many fans and many people uh, in, in charge, uh, it might become more difficult. Uh, to push through uh, such a plan in the future.
0: And, of course, it's the early days in your investigations. Like we said earlier, there's still a lot of data to sift through, but some of the people are already saying that the leaks almost lack that smoking gun. I mean, how do you respond to that?
1: Well, I would disagree. Um, (laughs) The past couple of days have been a media frenzy, at least in Germany. Uh, We've had uh, so many reactions, uh, so many people... Um, being outraged uh, about uh, what we what we discovered and what we wrote about. This is uh, these are stories about political influence. This is a story about uh, state influence in football. And uh, this is a story, like I said, that could rock the football world uh, from this point going on. So uh, this is uh, there's a very strong topic uh, moving forward.
0: I want to talk about one of the revelations coming from those uh, reports that you've uncovered so far. Is that a FIFA president, Jean-Infantino having a hand in almost softening these sanctions against uh, uh, Manchester City and PSG in terms of financial fair play? He hasn't had a good few weeks, has he, Infantino?
1: Well, these stories uh, stem from his time at uh, UEFA's uh, secretary-general when he was still having that post at UEFA. And um, he helped PSG and Man City to get very favorable uh, settlement agreements uh, for the massive breach that they committed. UEFA sanctioned other uh, clubs for much less than uh, what those clubs committed, and Gianni Infantino helped them uh, with that. And when he ran for FIFA presidency, he said he would clean up the game and he would uh, uh, cause a more moral FIFA. Um, but we see that he might be not the right character to uh, push
0: that reform through. Christoph, all the best with your uh, upcoming investigations as you sift through, as you said, those millions of documents. Christoph Winterbach of German magazine The Spiegel, looking forward to the next developments. Thanks for your time.